everybody. Welcome back to the Practice Freedom Academy podcast. Again, I'm your host, Matt Bunchman, and today I want to talk about the power of delegation. I want to talk about why that works, how that works, and I want to prove to you that it does work. Okay? So you are likely the center of your practice, or you may have one other key player on your team. Maybe that's an assistant that's just absolutely awesome, been with you for several years. Maybe that's either an office manager or some sort of a admin person or hygienist, but usually it's either an assistant or it's somebody that works some sort of a significant admin role. Um, Hard telling what the the title might be, right? And the, the problem is, in your office, no one does things as well as you do, or maybe the two of you do, okay? And when that happens, it becomes obvious how weak the rest of your team is, okay? So with delegation, the whole idea, obviously, is to remove yourself from most decisions in your practice. Now, when I say remove yourself, I don't necessarily mean you have no input in these decisions. I'm just saying that you kind of pre-plan your input before whatever this little fire is catches fire in your office, okay? So your practice grows with, I don't know, lots of things. New patients, more production, bringing costs down, uh, follow-up after after treatment. Your, your practice grows with better case presentations, lots of things. We could sit here and probably come up with 20 different things. But here's the thing. You don't have time for all this stuff. You have too much on your plate to be doing the day-to-day in all of these categories, okay? So the way that you're able to still have that say in what's going on without being in the in the trenches on a day-to-day basis is through systems. Now, I know that you've heard this before, but... Unfortunately, if you want to re- to to have the freedom that you deserve through your practice, you need to have solid systems that you have significant input on, okay? You don't have to write everything, you don't have to come up with every single every single uh task that needs to be done, but you need to put your stamp of approval on it, okay? And by having these systems, you're still going to have that voice in the back of someone's head when they execute the system, okay? The problem with systems is they're almost always done wrong. The most common way to do them wrong is to either have a consultant put a book of them on your desk or you just print one off online, something like that. Um, another way that they're done wrong is you just write it up because you're pissed off about something some weekend and you come in on Monday morning and say, this is what we're doing. That's not going to work, okay? So when you do these systems, your team is a significant part of it. If they're not a significant part of the, of the organization of these systems, it's never going to work, okay? Systems provide clarity 
in times where something is either going wrong or a task needs to be done. Does that make sense? So I said a minute ago that your practice grows with new patients or production or bringing costs down or something like that. Let's just talk about bringing costs down, right? Do you have a system in place for your team to shop around for the the um, the products you buy? Do you have a so so keeping your overhead under control is a huge part of profitability and therefore a huge part of of freedom from your office. So my question to you is, what's your system? to keep that in check, okay? Now you may have something in your mind. Now what I wanna do is I wanna go ask your team members, what's the system to keep that in check? Do they know? Do they think it's stupid? Did they have any um, input in that when it was put together? Is it written down somewhere? If it is written down somewhere, when was the last time it was pulled out of that drawer, okay? So for you, when you work with your team, and largely led by the team, but when you work with your team to put these systems together, you know what you can expect when they get this completed. There are some systems you have to, you have to do yourself, but the whole idea is the majority of this stuff is done by your team. This is a team-led project, okay? So oftentimes when I talk about putting together a system, when I work with offices, I'll start with something very simple, like a morning meeting system, okay? And what that looks like. And I think I can probably put one in the description of this uh, podcast. If you look down at the bottom, you'll be able to see a link to get that uh, morning meeting system. It's just simply an example. It's one that I did, oh my gosh, 15 years ago, and um, ours has since changed since I put this one together, but it's a very good outline, okay? It's gonna have, it's gonna have a lot of pieces to it that may, you may not be looking for when you look at a system. But go ahead and download it, you can find it, um, and I'll be happy to get it to you. Um, but you start with, you start with a lot of the, of the, Typical things. You're going to have to have a title and you have to have a description. Okay, cool. What's the, what's the name of it and what is it? This is what we're trying to do. And then you need to have in there, you need to have the who, where, when, and how this is going to be implemented. Okay, so when I teach offices how to do this, we often start with two systems. We'll start with the morning meeting or the morning huddle system. Okay, and we'll start with when we put together the components of well-written systems, we will put together one that they're already doing pretty well, okay? And now we're just gonna simply put it onto paper. Does that make sense? So we start with something that they're already doing pretty well. Everybody on the team agrees, hey, this is something that we're doing pretty well. And then we put that down on paper. So we put the title and we have description, we have the who, what, where, and how, okay? And then I know what you're thinking, doctor. I know what you're thinking. This sounds great. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. We're going to fall back into our old, our old patterns, and um, and uh, it's going to last for about a month, and then I'll go on vacation one time, and then everything's back the way the way uh, it was before. Okay. So the next piece of the system is what's really important for you, and I call that the implementation outlook. This is where you get to put in there 
all of the ways you think this is not going to work, okay? So all that stuff is rattling around in the back of your head. Well, I know this sounds great that this is how we're going to do it and we all agree to it, but Mary's going to show up later or somebody isn't going to actually print out the document that needs to be done or somebody's not going to make the phone call or something, okay? And that's where you get to put the implementation outlook. So that's part of it as well, okay? So these, so it's the second to the last component of a well-written system. So you get to say all that stuff. When this system works well, it looks like this. When this system doesn't work well, it looks like this. And you get to put all that stuff in there. And then the very last piece of that well-written system is accountability, okay? So let's suppose you're right. Let's suppose this doesn't work out the way that you want it to. How are we going to know what that looks like? So we put that in the implementation outlook. And then we also have the whole accountability piece. So who's going to be held accountable? How are we going to step in and correct the behavior that's being that's happening? Okay, so imagine this. We all agree that this is how we're going to do this one aspect of our practice. We all sit and agree on it. Now, some people are more involved in it than others. If this is a collection system and how we're going to collect things um, and, and, and outstanding balances, then your hygienists are not going to have a ton to add to this, okay? But everybody agrees to it, okay? Then you get to put in the things that you think, and your team can do this too, but if this doesn't work out well, what's it going to look like? And then we, so we've all agreed to that. And then we've also all agreed to who's going to be held accountable when and why. Does that make sense? I'll bet you that you don't have systems in your office. But if you do, I promise you, you don't have this degree of, of accountability with your team. We're pre-planning these difficult discussions. Does that make sense? We're going to, yes, we're going to put this system together. What are we doing? Why is this important? Who's going to do it? Where is it going to be done? When is it going to be done? How is it going to be done? Okay, that's pretty easy. If you do that, you're ahead of 90% of, of, the, of the dentists out there. But then to get the last little bit, you have to pre-plan what those hard decisions are going to be. Because, yes, it is human nature to fall back into old patterns. There's no doubt about that. Okay? So if you do this, you're going to find that things start to work well in your practice, okay? When I go into this, the whole idea of systems in Practice Freedom Academy, we go into a lot more than this, but these are the components of a, of a, of a well thought out system within your office, okay? We, make, we call it creating systems in your office that actually work, okay? But these are the primary elements, okay? We also go into how they should be reevaluated and we talk about how the, the systems form this relationship with your team and how your team forms a relationship with your systems and how those things get implemented within your office. We talk about how to go back and reevaluate them on, a, on an ongoing basis and who has, in, who has input into that and who doesn't. All those are very important too. But check that out. In the description of this podcast, you will find an example of a very generic, very basic system that has worked well for a lot of offices. Nobody uses it exactly like you'll find it, but it, it serves as a very simple outline of exactly what something like this would look like. Um, and it's a real one. It's a real one that I did. Okay. Again, mine looks a little different now, but it's, it, 
it's done a great job and it has helped me get where I am today. So I know that this whole idea of a system is almost like a buzzword. It's something you don't want to deal with. It's something that, you know, it's it's kind of like going to the gym. It's like, I know it would be good for me, but I don't really want to do it. I've done, I've tried it before. It didn't work well, whatever. Um, but imagine, just imagine for a minute going on vacation without worrying about what's going on at your office. Right? Can you imagine that? What about this? Do I worry about what's going on in my office? I don't worry about what's going on in my office when I'm on vacation. But you know what I do do? I get emails with updates of how things are going. This isn't an email saying, guess what's going horribly wrong today? That's not it. It's, here's the numbers that we're tracking right now. Here's where they're going, up or down. And that, that happens whether I'm in the office or whether I'm not in the office. Everyone knows how to do that. And they know that I expect that email every week, whether I'm here or not. Does that make sense? So do I worry about it? No. Does it cross my mind? I'm not going to tell you it doesn't cross my mind. 100% across my mind. But I know I'm getting this email. And I know which, which particular things are going to be in that email. And I know what I'm expecting. Hey, I don't think we've been doing a very good job with that. Or I think we have been. Okay. So imagine going on vacation and having as much or as little input as you want. If you don't want that email on your vacation, your team would know that, right? Imagine not being bothered when you're not in the office. Wouldn't that be nice? When you're at your kid's event or you're on the golf course or wherever it is you are, no, no office stuff when you're not in the office. That's what systems give you. That's the freedom that's at the heart of Practice Freedom Academy, okay? I like getting these nice, concise reports that show the accountability. I know somebody's still working these systems. And they know that I know that they're working these systems. Okay? So, if any of this rings true, if any of this seems to be like something that you think you might want in your office, check out the morning huddle system that I will have linked in the bottom of the show notes for this podcast. And also... If this is something that you want help with in your practice, I'll be happy to help you. Reach out to me at matt at practicefreedomacademy.com. You can find me anywhere. Not hard to find. Um, And I'll be happy to jump on a call and we can sit and uh, discuss what's going right in your office, what's not going well in your office. Maybe systems are the answer. Um, They're likely part of a larger answer. But I'd be happy to do that. And... um, I'd be happy to uh, uh, send you a link to my calendar. Just uh, send me an email. Um, find me anywhere. I'll be happy to um, get on that call. And I would. I really look forward to it. I really. I'm really love to sit down with dentists who have had their. I've had it moment. Come hell or high water, I'm gonna make this thing work. And I know what I'm doing is not working. And I need somebody to help me out. That's where I come in. I would love to help you out. I'm looking forward to that call. Send me an email. We'll chat.